0: This is the Comstock Report podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. USDA decided to leave the core balance sheet entirely unchanged from January and their February update. They left the carryover at 1.54 billion bushel. That will be proven absurd. U.S. exports, ethanol crusts, and feed usage will all be revised materially higher eventually. The market knows that, which is why there was no negative reaction to the report. USD reduced Brazil's corn crop by just 1 million metric ton to 114 million, and the Argentine corn crop was left unchanged at 54 million. That, too, was absurd, meaning that their world-ending corn stock system is irrelevant to reality. USDA boosted the domestic soybean crush by 25 million bushels, cutting the carryover by that amount to 325 million. Crush margins are excellent. So there are many new crush plants under construction. There was another new crush plant in Norfolk, Nebraska, announced last week that alone will crush 38.5 million bushels per year. The also left soybean oil biofuel use unchanged so that it fails to take Biden's renewable energy plan very seriously. They are probably trying to keep a lid on inflation expectations. They reduced Brazil's soybean crop previously estimated at 144 million metric ton to 139 in January. It was cut to 134 million metric ton in this report. Our estimate is 126.4 million metric ton, so they have a long way to go yet. They cut Argentine soy production 1.5 million metric ton to 45, which, given the return of the La Nina drought in Argentina, will be 40 million metric ton or less. Their estimate for Chinese corn and soybean imports uses the false set of books. USDA responded incrementally, pretty much how the trade expected them to, in today's reports. The next major report that the trade will pay particular attention to is the March planning intentions report. I think that a Goldman Sachs trader gave a better assessment of where commodity markets are at. He's quoted, I've been doing this for 30 years and I've never seen a market like this. This is a molecule crisis. We're out of everything. I don't care if it's oil, gas, coal, copper, aluminum, you name it, we're out of it. Well, I've been doing this for nearly 50 years and I think he is right. Let's take a quick look around the world to see what is in the pantry. For Canada... Stats Canada estimates of their stocks of wheat, canola, barley, oats, and soybeans were all well below year-ago levels. There was a 10 million metric ton reduction in their wheat stocks. Their canola stocks were 43% below last year. That is not enough to meet their domestic crush demand and their exports without rationing. Canada is importing a huge slug of U.S. corn for feed, markedly changing the corn basis in the Dakotas. As for China, the Dalian says that China is expected to have 69% of the globe's maize reserves in the first half of the crop year, 2022, 60% of its rice and 51% of its wheat. There are a growing number of analysts that believe this is pure propaganda. Comstock chief economist Dan Matternack recently said some light on what appears to be a deception over Chinese reserve stock. He says that their stats are so suspect that for more than a decade now, USD has kept two sets of books for global balance sheets in its monthly WASDE reports, one set that includes China's production use in stocks and one that doesn't. Now China is admitting a problem. This month, provincial officials dutifully recited objectives for increasing grain production this year. It is possible that China's top officials discovered that their granaries were filled with air grain. Thousands of phony transactions tricked top officials into complacency about their grain reserves. Watch what China does more than what they say. They will be back in our market for corn and cotton soon. In South America, Matthew Cruz's Brazilian production estimate is now 126.4 million metric ton. That's well below USDA today at 134 million. The Buenos Aires Grain Exchange cut their soybean crop to 42 million metric ton, and Matthew believes that the cut will eventually be 40 million metric ton or less. The Rosario Grain Exchange cut Argentine corn production down to 48 million metric ton compared to USDA in 54. Let's not forget Ukraine and Russia. Today they account for nearly 30% of world wheat exports, 30% of world trade of barley exports, and command a 15% market share of vegetable oils, also 20% of corn exports. To say these two countries have become an integral part of global agriculture and food commodities trade is no overstatement, unquote. 10 million metric ton loss of this here, 10 million metric ton loss of that there, and pretty soon it adds up to so much that it is getting harder to cover up. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com